Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Who are you, Auburn fans? Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion. Part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson, and I'm also here with Ben King. Ben, you are back to review your first football game. How does that Glory make you Glory gold! Woo! Feel good, man. Though, uh, this game, while it was fun and entertaining, it was also uh, fumbles and bumbles, so... Lots of them. Yeah. It was It was not as as bad when it comes to being sloppy as the first game, because I'm just like Kyle, where he uh, he was about ready to, to flip a chair <laughs> when all of the flags were being thrown. He was. I was with a whole bunch of Auburn people on the other side of the country yelling at the top of my lungs and literally flipping tables. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to how, clean up how, a drink. Okay, so how, that wasn't good. Did you have the wings and how? Were yes. They? How the were wings they? were fantastic. Good. Uh, they were Auburn orange and nice. that's why we won. Good. And how were those vegan wings? Uh, those were actually pretty good. I mean, wow. the sauce was really good. Okay. Uh, Impressive. I don't know what it was made of. It was not chicken. Uh, that was a different place. <laughs> yeah, it was a different not place. Not the Auburn game. Yeah. Uh, we definitely did things L.A. style. Yeah. And, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, I mean, I wouldn't have thought vegan wings could be anything good, but I guess prove me wrong a little bit. It's it's all about the sauce. It probably and is, yeah. Honestly, it, it was like a chicken nugget. Okay. So uh, I think it had like soy stuff in it. I don't know. No one cares about this, but yeah. <laughs> they're always, okay. But we always talk about chicken. People I guess love we our do. chicken debate. We always talk about chicken. And, and it, in a way, still, this is nothing our touches debate. otters. Yeah. <laughs> otters is the best. Yeah. Well, Auburn, uh, like we said, they won against ASU 63 to 9. Now their record's 2 and 0. Uh, the rushing attack for Auburn, I mean, that was our focus. We had 429 yards. And uh, we saw. Two returning key players um, that we've been missing, uh, Will Hastings and Eli Stove. Kind of shocked they're out there already. But we also had those five fumbles that uh, Ben's referred to. It's at times was very sloppy. Um, I don't know how to, to make that. I mean, it's ASU. We're playing a lot of freshmen. I think in total, somebody calculated that we played 81 people, which is absurd. <laughs> I've never heard of that many people playing in one football game. And we only we only passed for eight times. Yeah. Eight, eight passes. Eight passes the At, whole time. <laughs> like, the fact that we, we ran, what, almost 60 times? Yeah, 59 times. <laughs> and the game... The game still was super long. Yeah. Like, I guess it's, it's just got to be all the fumbles, and yet the Bumbles had no chance. Yeah. <laughs> there was no way the Bumbles had a chance. Uh, 
I'm I'm glad this one uh, is under our belts. We we got some of our fumbles out of us. Hopefully for good. Uh, if anything, it's a good learning lesson for uh, people like Asa Martin and Bowie Whitlow that they they know that that's not gonna be okay in the future. And those like what was with our punt game, um, punt return game, fumbling it. Uh, like I don't understand on, how we you gotta look it in that up. Just look it in. Don't get so antsy. You gotta run ahead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there were some some points of definitely growth. Like after the Washington game, yeah, it was a pretty good game, but there was plenty of points of growth. Way less penalties. Yes, way less. That was we were, a big improvement. We were a little sloppy on holding on to the ball. Mm-hmm. We ran a ton, which was good. Yeah. We had. I don't. Do we even get a penalty on offense? I don't think so. We had a couple I, on I could not remember. I don't think we did. We had a couple on defense, but none on offense. Yeah, four total penalties for thirty yards. That's not bad at all, uh, considering our, how bad it, we had it last game against Washington. And yep. maybe the refs were a little flag happy, but still, there most of them. I'm not going to argue they were probably penalties. And uh, I don't know. It seemed like a much more like well-played game from Auburn's perspective for these smaller games than I've seen in the, in the past. What, like we scored so many points and I feel like Gus doesn't like to run up the score. Like, what do you think changed this year? Um, where we were just, even with freshmen it's, putting it's up the red shirt rule, man, the red shirt rule is the change. Cause we put in these hungry players that want to prove themselves. And it wasn't the fact that we were running up the score because we literally threw Eight passes. Mm-hmm. Or I guess we threw 14, but we only completed eight passes. Yeah. And for us to run 59 times with a whole bunch of players, they were just hungry. Yeah, it's, it, it's not like we were trying to run the score up. We're not like Michigan or whoever it was, Ohio State, who keeps trouncing these baby teams. It just kind of happened. Yeah, and and a lot of that ended up being big runs. And it wasn't like we were trying to do anything super tricky besides maybe that one reverse play with Schwartz, most of it was pretty predictable. If you've watched Auburn's film, you know what's going to happen. And maybe that's attributed to just we're playing an FCS team and our offensive line is now learning to run block a little bit better considering we we didn't do a whole bunch of really good run blocking against Washington. A little improvement there. Uh, Okay, this this game, uh, I started noticing when uh, ASU got the turnover. Did you see that weird like magician's cape kind of thing that they threw over their players? You see that on no. TV? Okay, so they they threw this black and gold. Uh, it really looked like a magician's cape over whoever <laughs> got the last turnover. And I was thinking, man, like all of these teams are having this like turnover turnover gimmicky kind of thing, like the. Tennessee yep. trash can. Well, the trash can's the dumbest thing. Oh, of course. I think Georgia's like, uh, what is it, heavyweight title belt or whatever it is. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, or is that what Alabama has? I don't know. Oh, that's Alabama. Who and then cares? Georgia has those uh, spiky, the spiky shoulder plaids. Yeah, yeah, those are those are comical. <laughs> they're not cool. They're comical. But yeah, yeah, Alabama has the belt or whatever. Do we have anything? Not that I know of. I don't. We have I, dignity. So well, I was about to say we don't. Teams. I feel like we've never had some sort of like weird gimmicky thing. Maybe besides the trooper towel, but even that's just trooper out there. <laughs> yeah, that was just him. Towel. No one else <laughs> took the towel. <laughs> it wasn't like it. It kicked off a movement of Auburn fans bringing white towels and 
twirling nope. them around. We were still shaking our orange and blue shakers. That's right. Uh, we're not the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. We have players that are better than Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Tool. Uh, let's jump into... <laughs> I'm not bitter that I drafted that guy on fantasy football. I know okay. there were so many players or so many people that drafted him <laughs> really high because, and then he just decided to sit out. That's okay. Kirion Johnson's going to take me to to victory tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was your your opinion on how our offense performed? Uh, we saw four different quarterbacks, and we saw a crap ton of running backs, and then a handful of wide receivers getting in there. I mean, we, we like to throw in the freshmen in there, which was very good. Need to get them experience. What, what do you think of how we manage our offense this game? Uh, besides the fumbles, the fact that we didn't have to kick a field goal was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we hadn't fumbled so many times, two of them were sure touchdown drives and the others were in punts. So, you know, I think the fact that we knew this was going to be a pretty in-hand game. The experience that we got for the younger players is going to be very, very helpful later on down the road. Yeah. If we have any injuries or anything like that, we have another player ready to to fill the gap. And I think that's what, besides the the performance of the team, that's really what we're going to take away from this. Yeah, there's, and that's, again, redshirt rule. So thankful for it. It it honestly kind of felt, it, it honestly feels like, we got to see a day again, but against a crappy opponent. But a legit A-day. because of how many players you got to see. Yeah, like I feel like I wouldn't have gotten to see any of the uh, certain. Like I wouldn't have probably seen somebody like Matthew Hill, or I wouldn't well, have seen. I don't like, know. Like there were certain players I don't think I would have seen this season. Star of the day, Anthony Schwartz, and then Sean Schwar- Shrivers. Sean Shrivers. <laughs> Two freshmen just just rocked, man. Yeah. Like, who knows if they had played being freshmen, because we could still redshirt them. It's not like you're ripping it off type deal. Yeah. And then I think the defense is the crazy part. Played, like, the entire defensive roster. We did. I mean, I don't <laughs> – I would like to see how many players we actually didn't play. It would probably be a pretty small list. I agree. Uh, just how many people got tackles this game. That – that's pretty impressive in and of itself. And then when you factor in uh, how many also were just on the field, that's that's a lot. Uh, okay, so we, we got to see four different quarterbacks, from Stidham to Malik Willis to Cord Sandberg. Um, what did you think of like how we played uh, that that kind of uh, – we, we had Stidham out there for a while, swapped in Willis – and then played Cord for a pretty significant amount of time. What do you think of, of the four quarterbacks at this moment? Uh, I mean, I, I think Willis can ride the bench. Sorry, Willis. But Cord looks really good. Jared is solid as always. Uh, I like Devin Adams a lot. And then we had one other. Uh, he's a freshman, isn't he? Joiner. Isn't he a quarterback? Oh yeah. Um, I think he. Well, he's he's more of a running, he's back, a running back. But we played mm-hmm. him in the Wildcat, which was mm-hmm. he's he's a new addition. He's that fourth guy that we were trying to figure out who's that Wildcat quarterback, and we're pretty sure that's going to be. I mean, that's the fourth one. He I, did really good too. I like him. He he got he that. Was fun um, to see. Okay, in a pretty hot. I mean, it, it's ASU, but still 
on fourth and four in the third quarter, he was the Wildcat quarterback that got the first down. And then later down that drive, I believe he got, yeah, he got the two yard touchdown Wildcat run. Yep. I'm, I'm pretty excited about him. I mean, he's heads and tails above Chandler Cox and I'll, <laughs> I'll take anything to keep him not in the Wildcat situation where he's, I mean, he's a great he's blocker. Slow. Yeah. He's slow. He's slower developing. Like he's, he's just, eh. in the first game. He was great at, at catching passes. Yeah. Yeah. But we just didn't pass enough for him to, to get anything this time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to rank the quarterbacks with first string through fourth string right now, where would you put them? Obviously Stoneham at first, but after that, where would you put the rest of the guys? Uh, I'd probably put Court Sandberg and then uh, Devin Adams. And then who's the kid we didn't see? <laughs> well, I mean, we had Willis in there too. Yeah, but who's the kid we didn't see? I don't remember his name. He's uh, tall. We saw him at 8 I don't remember. Oh, uh, well, Joe Gatewood. Joe Gatewood. Gatewood. Yeah. Gatewood goes at four, and then Willis goes at five. <laughs> <laughs> he's in He's in the Ben King doghouse. I'm sorry, but like the only time we've seen him on the field, he's lost us points. <laughs> mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. times. Yeah. So, uh, mm. it's a see. That's the part where I I understand Willis has got a year under his belt, and I I think he understands the offense pretty well. But his immaturity at whatever, 19, 20 years old, is still very evident. Like he thinks he can do a little too much about for himself to help out the team. And sometimes you got to hand the ball off. Sometimes you got to let the other guys do the work, and you can't just be the sole uh, means to get the yards to go down the field. Sure, he's going to get a few carries. He's going to do uh, all right. But like, I, I mean, sure, Cord. And I've heard the argument, Cord, he's only been at Auburn for months, like two, three months now, maybe. Um, Hasn't even been through a spring practice yet. He's still learning the offense. And it was obvious. Like, I think there was even one uh, missed call where Cord didn't know what was going on. Um, But I I saw the stability and maturity of Cord. And I would honestly do the same. I would put Cord above Willis. And I think Cord is going to be – a great guy um, that we can, if anything, God forbid it, and knocking on wood, but it is SEC Don't jinx football. Us. It is SEC football, and you can't predict injuries from happening. Don't and jinx I us, feel, Heisman. I feel so good that Stidham has a backup that will probably be. I mean, honestly, it's probably gonna be Court. Very I, similar I to him, him. Yeah. Uh, running back situation. We had, like we've mentioned, uh, close to sixty yards rushing. Average 7.3 yards per carry. And uh, most of those came from the, I think, 80, yeah, 86% came from freshmen. Um, really good to see a lot of those guys. Uh, they they showed themselves, especially Shivers. Um, I, I love to see when we just put the ball on the ground and run it. And uh, we were able to do it very, very effectively. Uh, what would you do with the depth chart when it comes to running back? Because... This is where it gets a little, I don't know, we've got Booby, we've got Cam Martin, we've got Asa Martin, we've got Sean Shivers. Those honestly seem to be like the top four guys. You may be able to throw in Malik Miller and maybe Harold Joyner, but we didn't see Harold Joyner besides, I think, in Wildcat. Maybe he's thrown in there. But where would you put the the running backs in this in the depth chart for you? I'd definitely start Booby Whitlow. Uh, 
I think he's definitely shown that he has the power run. He's able to break tackles, and that's one thing that Cam Martin just isn't the best at. Mm-hmm. You touch Cam Martin, he's going down. You touch Booby, he's gonna he's gonna break you. Uh, I'd put Shrivers honestly at number two, which is weird because I didn't really know he was gonna be so impressive until you know he was so impressive. Yeah. Uh, I guess Cam Martin just because. Asa's disappointing me with his fumble, like, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And he's in the doghouse right now, so I doubt he's going to get to play probably for another couple games. Uh, Cam Martin, he's he's fast and he's strong, but he's just, he's, he, I don't know, he's just missing a factor. Mm-hmm. A factor that usual Auburn running backs have that get them to the 1,000-yard mark, and I just don't see it happening. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if this game is any any sign of what like ace uh, what we're going to see out of cam martin because he only ran for 40 yards on seven carries but we took we didn't play him a whole bunch because we wanted to play the other guys yeah and he got a touchdown so he did he did uh he's still going to be a key guy i I think gus is going to keep going back to him maybe not as the main guy but as a guy who can reliably hold on to the ball at least seemingly so he had problems with last year so you always got to keep that in mind He's not 100% golden. He's going to hold on the ball every single time. And then you got the younger guys. I mean, you've literally got freshmen that are 18 years old running the ball. There's going to be issues with them running the ball in a big college game, especially coming up on an SEC game like LSU coming up. That's, That's when you need a very solid, you know what you're going to get out of a running back. Uh, I I kind of put I put Booby at first. Um, I honestly have Cam Martin at second, and then Asa Martin next, and then Sean Shivers. And the only reason for me switching what you have, which is uh, Sean Shivers at third, and then Asa Martin right below him, is I I'm still not 100 percent on Shivers. He played a smaller F- FCS team at in Alabama State. He's only, I think, 173 pounds on the stat sheet. He's small. He's shifty. But he's, he's more I, like I'm, Ontario McCalum. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm still, I would love, I mean, hey, I would love to see him prove me wrong. But I would love to see him go up against a, an SEC defense and do what he did against Alabama State. Oh, for because sure. The, the, the kind of shiftiness, the kind of rough playing. I mean, he had such quick feet. And he, you would think for a smaller guy, I mean, he's literally like 30 pounds heavier than me. And he's running up the middle against defensive linemen that are 100 pounds heavier than him and can crush him. And yet he's not afraid. He's just running straight up the middle and ended up averaging nine yards a carry because of it. Uh, but it, for that matter, like I, I still put Asa Martin over him, um, at least for now. Next game, if he, he does well against LSU, man, it may change my mind. Uh, wide receivers didn't see a whole bunch of them. Anthony Schwartz definitely the uh, the key wide receiver that we we went to a few times. Had four receptions, and uh, that was uh, quite a bright spot. I was I was happy to see him um, use his speed and use his agility. Uh, and and one of the most interesting things that I noticed about him because I was thinking a track and field guy. I feel like those guys are just the speedy guys don't have good hands. Usually mm-hmm. we're afraid to get hit. Nah, like there was, there was no fear in this guy. He was a lot harder to take down. Um, and not only in his passing game, 
but also when he was doing a speed sweep or the reverse, he was hard to take down. And he he sped past people. He ran through people. He's going to be a really good guy. Um, that I mean, Eli Stove. He's coming back this next game. Uh, but maybe we have Anthony Schwartz also running the speed sweep. It could be both of them because both of them definitely have some some talent to do both of that. I'd be all uh, for that. I think Schwartz was probably the most impressive player out on the field. Mm-hmm. And for him to be you know, running the speed sweep and catching huge bombs, just outrunning the defenders, that's that's a huge weapon we haven't had in the past. Yeah. I mean, you hadn't. I mean, you have Darius Slade, and he's a quick guy. But did you see how freaking quick he was? I mean, yeah, the defender looked gassed. Like, he literally looked like he was almost jogging because of how Anthony Schwartz was running. I mean, the joke is you can't outthrow Anthony Schwartz because he's that fast. <laughs> and I, 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 I don't believe that completely, but, like, I don't know if you can get it up and... <laughs> if you get it up in the air... Get it where you I, can run under it. <laughs> you might be able to get to it. Um, and that's a good good thing to have, especially since the first game we didn't have any deep ball threats. And we finally went deep uh, with him. And I was glad to see that. 57-yard, perfectly thrown bat, pass from uh, Stidham to him. Uh, we even had Will Hastings go deep. Um, I wasn't expecting to see him. Came in there. And uh, yeah, you triple covered, but hey, whatever. He's he's out there. <laughs> um, he'll he'll get open in the future um, because he's just that kind of guy. He's a good route runner. Yep. Uh, for offensive linemen, really the only uh, you saw some good development there. Uh, they swapped out center uh, with Nick Brahms and Caleb Kim. Uh, both got a significant amount of reps. Um, the one thing that I did notice, and uh, I think that. Right now, I'm leaning toward Nick Brahms, even though he is coming off an injury. That he's, I'm, I'm feeling like he's going to be our consistent center. Uh, he just seems to be getting a good push off the ball and manipulating the defenders uh, to open up those holes. Uh, ben, any uh, other thoughts on the offense before we move on? Man, the the fact that we have so many fantastic freshmen just shows the power of the Gus Malzahn recruiting machine. And kind of where it's come to at this point. And uh, our team is stacked right now just with returning talent. But the fact that we have so much in the hopper, it it's exciting. Yeah. And, and it was great to be able to see this. It really got me hyped. It, it got me hyped to see the, the younger guys. Even if we don't play them but three or four games this season. I know next, next year it's going to be great. And also another fact. I'm thinking... These are some of the players that are freshmen. They come out, they're the key playmakers in their high school team. I want to see them uh, come back next year and not transfer. I feel like a lot of guys that get redshirted, if they aren't promised, hey, we're going to play you your sophomore year a significant amount of time, they're like, I'm going to go find somewhere else to go play. And I want these guys to stay with us. We did a lot, of, we spent a lot of time recruiting these guys. Let's let's keep these guys, develop them, and keep them going in our system. Yep. Thank you for the new redshirt rule. On defense, uh, we had three interceptions. Uh, first half, we only allowed four rushing yards from Alabama State. Pretty <laughs> solid. Uh, there, there was uh, at the end of the third quarter a touchdown that we allowed. I'm not sure. Brilliant. If it, it could have been reviewed. 
It could have been. Well, that was another one of those I was thinking. The refs at this point don't really care. Like, yeah, they just want to get this game over with. If it was a big, big time game, they'd probably review it. Well, it's funny. Before Malik Willis uh, fell down for his safety, I was like, maybe we'll finally have a shutout. And nope, it <laughs> wasn't even nope. the defense's fault. Yeah, and it really wasn't because right before that was that muff punt uh, and got fumbled. And uh, then Alabama State had great field position, only had to march down the field maybe like 20 yards and uh, had a couple plays in there and then scored a touchdown. Uh, the the key guy that, that was stood out easily on defense to me was Daniel Thomas. He had the pick six uh, where he just read that quarterback's eyes. He knew – I mean, he was in the mind of the quarterback, saw where the guy was going to throw it, knew exactly where and what timing – Jumped in front of the pass, pick six. And then again, like he had another interception. Again, read the guy extremely well and just picked the guy and off. If he hadn't had to die for that second one, he would have mm-hmm. had another pick six. Oh, easily. It he was had... just the I I went back and watched the replay like five times and just his vision of seeing exactly where the ball is and making that jump. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. Yeah. Uh I, I want to see him play a lot uh, of these kind of like really quick. Okay. You see it. All right. Let's bite on it. Um, and maybe that's maybe not a good thing. I mean, you, as long as you got a safety behind you, I I'm fine with you biting on a quicker, uh, slant route. If it means the potential of breaking up pass or intercepting it, uh, any other players that you, you really had stand out to you in, for the defense? Uh, I mean, we had a few sacks, so those were really big. Um, Sacks from players that were a little bit younger. Big Cat Bryant came in there, got a got a sack that was good to see. Yeah, I mean, when you're playing a, a smaller team, you kind of expect to to get in the backfield. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I like to see the pressure that comes through. Yeah, and and there was even a couple of times where we brought some some blitzes, and we even saw Richard Jabuner. Never even heard of him really. I yep. hadn't heard about him preseason either, and he's a true freshman. Uh, comes out and gets a sack. Uh, Jordan Peters, I mean, he also had a good sack. He came off the corner blitz, uh, blindside tackle with the quarterback. I, I'm i amazed the quarterback didn't fumble the ball. Um, that was a huge tackle. Like, I, that was because I played quarter and you played corner, Ben. I'd love to see that call because um, it's just fun. Like, yeah. y- you have full head of steam and coming when you get in. Unblocked and like that? Uh huh. Man. Nobody had yet. Pin your ears back. And it, the thing was, like, he came it with such force. I felt bad for the quarterback, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that was definitely a blown uh, coverage from his offensive line. Did not see that one coming. Yep. Running back didn't see it. Uh, I, I'm so happy that our defense is, even in these smaller games, going after him. And maybe the this is something that, uh, Kevin Steele is working on hit, trying to get different kinds of blitzes out there and practice them, or maybe just put them on film for other guys, uh, other teams to look at. Um, because I have a feeling Kevin Steele has got a lot more cooking with, uh, with his blitzes considering we did the all out blitz. We had multiple blitzes in this game that I was thinking, why don't we just like sit back, drop eight guys because really, I mean, we can, we can probably cover the run game, with just three three linemen and maybe even have a couple linebackers there to plug some holes. 
I mean, it really wasn't that hard to figure out how to beat this ASU team. But it was good to see, bringing that pressure. Um, we also had Derek Brown. He, he got a great sack. Uh, I I am so happy we've got Big Cat, and he's finally showing out. He even batted the ball down. Uh, he scared the ball at uh, the quarterback so bad that he just fell to the ground. That was one of the funniest plays. Like he he was like literally running to the quarterback, and the quarterback just like fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to get hit by him either. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I mean, his name's Big Cat. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not the most pleasant name. Uh, Is that really his name? Yes, it's on the. It's on the official roster. I see that. It's. It's incredible. Yeah. He was born to play at Auburn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, let's talk about some special teams. Uh, this was where we, we saw a lot of action. Uh, we had uh, we? Ryan Davis fumbled the ball, uh, punt returns, uh, Griffin King fumbled the ball, and he lost it. Uh, and to give credit, let's give credit right now to ASU's punter. He was incredible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was not expecting an ASU court, like punter to be able to do what he was doing. He was averaging 43.8 yards per punt, had 438 yards punting. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> I mean, that's that's attributed to our defense stopping them a lot. Yeah, for sure. I don't care. That's a that's that's a lot of booting the ball in one game. He even had that 69 uh, yard punt that just kept rolling and rolling. I was like, dang it, why don't you pick up that ball? <laughs> 10 punts so yeah. the most athletic player on their team that night yeah he's 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 a playmaker i mean he honestly pinned auburn back so many times but that allowed us to score so many or uh, rack up on so many more yards mm-hmm. so to an extent thank you thank you very much anthony craven for all of your punting really well <laughs> uh and that one time you didn't yeah uh how, okay go ahead. how about that block though Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. haven't seen us send the house in so long. And we almost had no reason. We were up by 28. Yeah, I don't know why we did. I just think it was... practice it? Yeah, exactly. I think it was practice. And my gosh, they look beautiful. It <laughs> did. I mean, we had... I, I feel like perfection. we could have had a, a couple of guys actually block the punt. I mean, Jordan Peters got his paws on it. And then Devin Barrett picked up the bouncing ball and ran into the end zone. But there could have been, I think, probably multiple guys that could have gotten their hands on the ball. They were just, they were all around them. Yeah, I would love us to do that play in a game where it matters. Mm-hmm. And, and it it made sense in a way because I think the punter was about at the ten yard line or five yard line, and if we block the punt, it's an auto, almost an automatic touchdown for Auburn. <laughs> That's the kind of thing I want to see when it really matters. Bring bring in the house. And telling the guy that if he gets off the punt, the the punt return just fair catch it, yep. just fair catch the ball. Doesn't matter what what your return is like, uh, and maybe the punter even if he gets it off, he shanks it uh, because he's got five defenders coming straight at, straight at him. Uh, we also had that really bad uh, kickoff return that ASU had. Um, where they ran it back literally 99 yards for a touchdown. Thank goodness it was a hold. It probably, I, I, I mean, I, I watched the replay. 
it's kind of a questionable hold. I mean, you could, I mean, they probably called it correctly, but thank goodness they called that <laughs> or else that would have been a 99 yard punt re- or a kickoff return. Uh, yeah, <laughs> bad. Yep. We've improved, but not by a ton. Yeah. I mean, our, our punt returns seem to be very, be very good. Christian Tut came in there and had a really good, uh, punt return. Uh, the other punt returners, Griffin King and Ryan Davis, both mm. had fumbles. Uh, Got to work on that. Washed yep. in. Um, and we even had, okay, for, for I wasn't expecting this, but I guess it was a good surprise. Um, for field goal kicking, did you notice who else kicked besides Anders Carlson? Oh, Ian kind of for extra yeah. points. Uh-huh. It yeah. was, was kind of quiet. I mean, I, I didn't notice it until the announcer said, and the extra point is up by Ian Shannon. I was like, "Oh, that's Ian Shannon." Uh, yeah, he made three fogel or three um, PATs, and uh, Andres Carlson made six of six. Still, I think have a hundred percent over however many years on PATs. But holy crap, we had that one <laughs> that bounced off the the upright. And I was like, "Please go there. Please get through." <laughs> it's, it squeaked its way through. Uh, yeah, we we still have some work to do on uh, on special teams. Yep, unfortunately, it's still kind of the weakest area of our team. Yeah, maybe that's just because uh, the other ones are so strong, or maybe it's because we fumbled and and did a lot of bad things. Yeah, I I just want the guys to be a solid special teams and us not to have to worry about them. Same here, fumbling the ball or allowing a kickoff return from. <laughs> Alabama State. Oh my gosh, that Come would have on. been really embarrassing. If that happens against LSU, nah, dude, well, I'll lose my it's mind. A momentum change for sure. Yeah. We got to stop that. Just kick it out of yeah. the back of the end zone. Yeah. Uh, any other final thoughts before uh, we wrap this thing up? <sighs> it was a it was a fun game. A little bit stressful at times. Uh, overall, loved getting to see a bunch of freshmen play thought that was great yeah very critical for them to get out there and a lot of them you'll end up seeing throughout the season so i'm glad they got the the mistakes hopefully out of them i mean the coaches are going to use those mistakes and use them as teaching moments like they did with the washington game uh, help them improve to get even better it's just a matter of of time before you start seeing even more freshmen out there uh, making plays and uh, maybe even scoring some touchdowns out there uh all right uh i think that about does it uh ben before we go uh do you have uh any social media because i know you have a couple out there yeah you guys can follow me anywhere on social media at b-e-n-k-1-n-g and then you got the captain paint plainsman where you're... I, I do have captain plainsman and i honestly wanted to make it more of like a, a fun interactive and for the first two games i've been very busy and doing other things at the same time as watching the games, so it, I haven't I haven't really gotten there yet. But you can go give it a follow if you so desire, and uh, maybe I'll actually step up my game like uh, the freshman did this week. For sure. And if you want to fo- follow me on Twitter, you can do so at A-J-A-Y-J-A-Y underscore. And it's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle.
Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?